All right. In three, two. <laughs> that was pretty pro, wasn't it? Hey, Michael. Hey, Sean. How's it going? It's good. We had a pretty awesome weekend, huh? I definitely think so. Uh, got to do, I think both you and I would agree is probably second to actual races and the energy of a race, the interaction and just the environment and being able to teach coaches and talk with coaches at these trainings for OTBS 201 and 101 is just about my favorite thing to do in Nika. So yeah, it was a awesome yeah, weekend. It really is. Yeah. So we were out in Nashville. We got to teach 201. We had a full class, 10 participants on Saturday. And then um Saturday and then it started pouring or raining, I'd say. <laughs> it poured in places that we weren't. Yeah. yeah. And so uh put our ride at a questionable status. And a hearty few of us stuck it out and we went over there and the weather was glorious for the start of our ride and really throughout the ride. Traction. Yeah. Traction yeah. for days. Cooler, cooler yes. temps. Yeah. That was much needed. You know, finishing off the ride in a little bit of rain was just what my body was dying for. So that was great. Um, and then great. Our, our fearless ride leader mm-hmm. Murph did not crush us on the climbs no. like yeah. he did the last time we did a OTBS 101 in his neck I, of the woods know, and he led us I on a ride. I think he actually reversed how he was describing things. So the first time we had a, a ride led by Murph, I mean, it, not that he exaggerated anything, but you know, it, as common when you ride something frequently, you know, things seem a little bit less. So the climb was longer than probably his description. In that he, he underplayed yeah. it. But it, but it was still appropriate. I mean, it's Asheville. You know you're going to climb, so it is what it is. But on this ride, this weekend, we did uh, Spencer and Fletcher in uh, the Mills River area. And uh, I felt like he he over-exaggerated the description. So as we were climbing, it was all of a sudden, it's like, wait, we're done? He's like, oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, I was expecting much more of that. So it was kind of nice. <laughs> he but- he made it seem much worse than yeah. it was going to be. And then you were done. You're like, oh, that, that yeah, wasn't that until bad. then you got overconfident and the next section was steeper, <laughs> but it was a great ride. Great, great, great opportunity to see that part of, uh, you know, the trail system in Pisgah. I don't think you can go wrong when you're in Pisgah. So it's great. And it was no. nice to be on a, you know, full suspension geared bike. Last time I rode out there, I was on a rigid single speed. Which was still fun, but that's when I was more fit and stupider. So, <laughs> and and then afterwards we went and had um, some food with, at uh, Mills River Brewing yep. Company, which was right down from the trailhead, which was really awesome. And really then awesome. Spot. You you and I headed back to the teaching yep. venue to bunk down in those sweet vans that the, that people mistakenly think the league purchased, they for purchased us. magnets for us. <laughs> they purchased magnets that go on the doors. <laughs> Everything between the magnets was our responsibility. Yeah. And uh, we got a lovely visit from the Buncombe County Sheriff's department because apparently there was a camera there and they uh, custodian of IC imagine uh, thought that we were 
breaking into the storage containers when actually we were just looking to see if our vans were yeah. level. And so apologies. So that was our little bit of apologies excitement. to IC Imagine for that. Uh, yes, that 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 yeah. bit of excitement. And and you know a big thanks to IC Imagine for hosting the clinics both on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, great, great venue. Uh, it's so awesome for their kids, you know, to have a little bit of trail there on campus. But you know, for their coaches, we had two of their coaches in their 201 and we had six of their coaches in the 101 and I had the pleasure of working with the ICI group and uh Shell and I Shell um Frost our grit coordinator is now a coach supporter and so she taught with me and that was really fun but that group of coaches both on Saturday and Sunday I mean just great humans the kids are super lucky to have a school with the facilities and have these adults that are just rad humans um so very cool but to your point earlier all of our participants are just really awesome people i mean you know like you said i love being able to be face to face with coaches and work with you all because you just all bring something to the table and i do appreciate when we have participants come in and they might start saying, well, I don't know if, you know, I can provide enough for the kids or I don't know if my skills are there. And it's like, no, they are like, you're here, you're learning, you're doing. And, you know, from the outside in, it's just like, we have accomplished adults, parents, former racers, educators, musicians, you know, everyone that's coming to the table is just, I mean, you guys are doing it and we really appreciate that. And I got to work with uh, Michael Murphy, Murph. Uh, he is another one of our new coach supporters and helps, you know, these, these five people that joined the coach supporter core, they've helped us expand what we can offer class wise and still maintain the ratios of two coach supporters to 10 uh, participants. And that's, that's been a great boon for the league. That's allowing us to put, a hundred spots for coaches for OTBS 101, this, you know, little training block. And that is phenomenal. We couldn't do it without them for sure. So kudos to those guys that, that were the, the first ones out of the gate in this first weekend. And this coming weekend, we are in Jacksonville and we'll have two more of our new coach supporters assisting us on on Sunday with OTBS 101. And Saturday, we'll have uh, OTBS 201. And we still have some spots open in both of those. That's correct? correct. And actually, for the 201, these are the only open spots. Uh, our other 201 clinic is going to be at Dark Mountain at the end of this month. Uh, and that one is full. So if you are interested in 201, Come on out to Jacksonville with us because we have four spots open. That's it. Those are the only two ones that are happening this season. So, um, you know, take the drive. They open up a new trail system there, Big Branch Bike Park. And so that's where we'll be doing our social ride on Saturday. Um, and so I'm pretty excited about that. I think it has like a one and a half mile beginner loop and a four and a half mile intermediate loop. So that's a total of six miles there. Um, so I'm excited to check it out, but this is your chance if you're looking to get that 201. So if you are a coach who does the skill instruction for your team, 
201 gives you some progressions on our 101s to really help our student athletes take things to the next level and then brings in some more intermediate skills, but more importantly, brings in some gameplay as we're teaching the skills. So it becomes a little bit more fun, you know, working with our student athletes with these skills versus what may be a little bit more prescribed in, you know, the 101 methodology of teaching or not methodology of teaching, same methods, but in terms of skill development, you know, those are the fundamentals. We just got to get those basics down. So last chance really come out to uh, Jacksonville this Saturday. Um, and so as of, as of right now, we had 10 in OTBS 201 this past weekend. We have six registered for this coming OTBS 201 in Jacksonville. And then we're full at dark mountain with 10. So that's currently 26 coaches registered or having completed OTBS 201 this season, which blows the previous high number of OTBS 201 coach uh, class participation for a season out of the water by uh, a factor of yeah. 10. I mean, yeah, that's, sure. yeah. I was going to say 500% huge. easy. Yeah. yeah, it's humongous. So that's awesome. It's very awesome. Uh as far as OTBS 101, that's the one that most people really, really, you know, we, we get a lot of coaches that are contacting us about OTBS 101s. We get team directors. We get people participating in, in team activities wanting to know about OTBS 101. And just, just to reiterate and just to be clear, what we have on, on the schedule is what we are doing this season. So get into one of the OTBS 101s that has open spots if that's something that you want to pursue. And, and we would strongly encourage you to 100%. do that. 100%. To find the schedule, it is on the league's website, so NorthCarolinaMTB.org. Under coach training, you'll find all of our trainings for this season. So the on-the-bike sales trainings that are coming up, it has the dates for the uh, our coach retreats, which we'll talk about in a second here. And our online, the Nationals Online Leader Summit, which is that level three requirement. And they're doing three sessions. So those dates are on the website there. So it's really important that you're paying attention to our website because that's where we're going to have all information, all registration links, all that good stuff. The other thing that I want coaches to, to join if they can and to start participating with is our NCICL coach group on Facebook. That's where, again, we're going to send out reminders for some of these trainings. We're going to talk about the Saturday social uh, or the summer Saturday social series. So many S's. Um, and is search yeah. <laughs> uh, But it's also a great place to ask questions, you know, ask those questions that you have, start discussions and stuff like that. Because we're going to start backing off some of the coach announcements that happen on the league Facebook page to clean that up a little bit. So that's more for our community and for our families. And then the coach group, which will be private is for our coaches to have discussions, get answers and stuff like that. But that's also linked from the website. That's also on the coach training there. So if you just go to our website, you'll be able to access everything uh, and get ready to go. And after this month, we've got, the coach retreats yes. that are coming up and we are, we have open spots in all of our coach retreats. Correct? We do. That is correct. Yep. So, so we have a coach retreat at Canuga. We have a coach retreat at Lake Norman and we have a coach retreat at Lake James. Definitely pick one of those. And we apologize for 
the geographic uh, lack of geographic diversity, but given the constraints that we have for what we wanted to achieve with a coach retreat, we needed a place that offered camping and offered a place that we could uh, do activities as well as be able to have a trail that we could ride. And that's limited as far as what offers that within our state. And so these three were our attempt to try to spread that out instead of last season where it was just three times at, at ride canoe. Right. So let's talk a little bit about the coach retreat for those that didn't attend last season at Canuga, um, or that might be interested is why would I go to a coach retreat? And so the real purpose is again, to bring coaches together so we can kind of have that camaraderie and have discussion, but we wanted a training that wasn't just us talking at you in a classroom for two days straight. Uh, so the training that we're going to do is going to be a little bit more practical, meaning on the bike. So it's going to be skills that you're going to be using with your teams. And so two of the things that we're going to be focusing on are ride leading. So how do we lead a ride? How do we manage student athletes behind us? How do we identify things that are going on with our student athletes? How do we engage them out on the ride? Uh, we're going to be talking about um, coach practices and meetings. So we've talked about this in, in seasons past about having a coach practice, having coach meetings, um, you know, building that community as coaches. We don't want, you know, a parent who's going to step up and be a coach, but show up to practice and not feel part of the coaching staff, not feel like they know what they're doing, that they're just part of the ratio. Um, and this is also a great opportunity for beginning of the season for those coaches that teach skills to shake the dust off and practice teaching skills, but also bringing in those new parents who might be coaching and say, well, here, let me give you some tips on riding. So you feel a little bit more comfortable and confident riding with our student athletes or supporting them. Um, we're also going to bring it to some discussion points of um, coaching beyond the bike. So, you know, while we're here to get kids on bikes, we're also dealing with other issues with our student athletes. So how do I identify and how do we build community and, you know, supportive culture within our, our, our team. So really giving you some tools to handle maybe some behavioral problems or some different personalities, or how do we help build goals? How do we help make these kids feel part of the community if they're not racing, you know? Um, so stuff like that. And then of course, uh, you know, we'll, we'll highlight again, supporting our female coaches and student athletes. So how do we continue to increase our female participation throughout our program? I think, yeah, those are the big, you know, teaching points. Um, but what we're looking for too is other opportunities. So we're really looking to do, you know, three to four hours of training per day. And then the rest of the time is time for us to ride together. And that's why we selected venues that offer various ride options in terms of, of what we can do. And then, you know, potentially have cookouts or campfire where again, we can continue discussions. You know, we're going to be there at your access to answer questions, to bounce ideas off of. We really love having coaches from across the state there because you all do unique and awesome things with your teams. And so bringing that to the table and sharing best practices with each other is really the advantage of the coach retreat. We limit it to 30. 
so it's manageable. So it's a group that can kind of stay together and communicate when you have a hundred, it's a little unwieldy. Um, but that's why we're doing three so we can reach more people. Awesome. And just for those in the back row, <laughs> the links for all of that can be found at www.northcarolinamtb.org. That, that is correct? correct. All right. Oh, great. It kind of in that vein, just as an update, uh, we've obviously the news is getting a bit weird and grim about this emergence of the Delta variant of COVID. And it's feeling like uh, deja vu all over again, as Yogi Berra would put it. But the good news is that our race director, Todd Lester is in the process of getting all the venue permits for all the races for the coming 2022 season. So as of now, we are a go for racing and we're going to do our level best to make sure that we have a race season. And that, that is our, that's one of our chief goals of this season beyond just getting rad on bikes with yep. kids. Uh, definitely giving the, the race experience to those that haven't experienced it yet. And that's one thing that, that, we've encountered with dealing with coaches and they're like, yeah, I haven't, I haven't, I don't know what the race is like. Like we have coaches that came in last year and they're like, yeah, I don't, I don't know what a race is going to feel like. I don't know if that's something I'm going to enjoy or not. And I think I've never, I've never seen anybody go to a race and be like, Oh, that wasn't any fun. <laughs> I think everybody has a great time regardless of, of performance or anything else. It's just, a, a great community atmosphere. The kids are having fun pretty much the whole weekend. I know my son passes out routinely on in the car uh, as we head home on Sunday afternoon after everything is said and done. So yeah, everything, everybody's tired, everybody's spent. And then we all get what we affectionately refer to as the Nike hangover the Monday after our, that, that league call that we have Monday night, everybody is just completely spent and worn out from the weekend for all the stuff that we do. And I'm, I miss that and I'm, I'm ready to have it again. So yeah. I think everyone else is, is there with us. As you well. know, I think I got a little taste of that total body exhaustion that we generally feel after a race weekend because of that ride that Murph took us on. <laughs> But again, it was a good feeling. It was like, oh yeah, that's what yeah. it's like to just give it your all and and spend, you know, your energy both physically on the ride, but also that mental and emotional energy, like being so positive and so fun, you know, working with coaches that, you know, you gotta gotta recoup a little bit. So so that was good. Um and it's honestly it's a rare gift to be able to spend 48 hours engaged in something that you're completely passionate about. There is no other value to it in your life. There is no price tag that you can associate with it. It is simply you are following your passion and you're engaged 100% completely in it. And that's an amazing thing. And we're all privileged to be a part of that. Yeah. Uh, I did want to um, kind of 
switch topics a little bit, but I want to jump back a half second and just highlight that we also, on top of our three coach retreats, we are hosting a grit retreat as well. And that's going to be at Lake Norman. And so again, that's really for uh, our female coaches. And so it's going to be an all female opportunity for coaches, female coaches to get together and, um, they're going to have the same content. So it's not like if you go to the grit retreat, you're going to miss what I talked about in the coach retreats. You're going to get that plus the additional focus on how do we, you know, really get into supporting our females, students, and coaches and, you know, growing within their team. So we'll look for that kind of empowerment um, tilt to that discussion. And that will be led, you know, by again, Shell Frost. So, Shell is all over the place doing so much in a season last year, you know, where we couldn't hold races. She was killing it with grit events for our girls, a lot of virtual stuff, uh, really empowering our young ladies to step up as ambassadors who then mentored our younger girls. And so really looking to expand that. And this year we're actually uh, towards the beginning of September doing a a training for our grit ambassadors to support them in being mentors and being leaders within our league. So, you know, hats off to Shell. She's a coach supporter. She's a grit coordinator. She's a mom. She's a coach. She's an all around rad person. I don't know how she has all the energy she has, but thank God she does because she's a huge part of what makes our league great. So Shell, I hope you're listening to this. You deserve it all. (laughs) absolutely absolutely all right i think that kind of is everything we needed to talk about i think we hit all the stuff we talked about talking about yeah yeah i think so all right well um i think now would be a great opportunity for me to talk about my uh class a funding (laughs) round for a burgeoning tech startup that is ready to hit the ground running with a revolutionary product in mountain biking. It's just, it's, I just can't say enough about wireless anti-lock electronic disc brakes. And this is the future. I mean, you've seen e-bikes and you think, wow, how's it going to get any better than that? This is that. And so if you want to get on the ground floor, you can just contact me through this podcast and, uh, yeah, We'll, and for our longtime listeners, uh, you may have noticed that <laughs> anti-lock braking has been added to this system. So, I mean, huge well, things are going we on. Were, we were in beta with just the wireless electronic, and we really felt like the anti-lock was just the natural next progression. And I'm really looking forward to having a working prototype. I don't have an ETA <laughs> on that yet. We haven't actually... Um, built or designed anything. We're very much in the conceptual stage right now, but I think given enough money and time, really money. So given enough money, we could come up with a working prototype that I think would knock the socks off of just about anybody and, and turn a hater into a believer yeah. in just, moments. I, I think to be transparent, yeah. you know, to our listeners at home, the stage that we're in is Sean had an idea <laughs> and now he wants money. <laughs> <laughs> that makes it seem so crass. 
And I am like any other visionary yeah, yeah. entrepreneur, yeah. like a, a Bezos, a <laughs> Musk, you know, as, it, as were. it were. They set their sights on space. I set my sights on wireless electronic anti-light districts. Yeah. For you know, you really, really bring humanity to a new level where we can break without <laughs> cables running from our handlebars. Well, and, and that brings us to the next level, which is going to be when it's thought controlled, but I don't, I, I feel like I've said yeah. too much. Pen, that pending on that one. I, I, I wasn't even supposed to say that yet, but cats out of the bag, just preview. <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah. Whoever donates to Sean, thank you for you know, appeasing his nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah <laughs> well we can't all be understood in our lifetimes <laughs> oh boy <laughs> i guarantee you the first bike somebody sees that has electronic disc brakes on it they're gonna be like man <laughs> there was this guy <laughs> i wish i was a patriot i heard him talking about that <laughs> <laughs> So yeah. yeah. Well, I All hope right. everyone's enjoying Michael. the end of their summer as uh school is kicking off here for actually there's some schools already in session, huh? Some schools already in session. Owen starts Monday, and then the rest of Caldwell County Schools starts the week after that. So by benefit of being at a magnet school, Owen goes a week earlier, but he gets out a week earlier too. So that's better. I'd rather Get out yeah. earlier, you know? Yeah. They're on the community college schedule, so. Mm. Sweet. Cool. Well, here's to us getting through this scary little time with the Delta variant. Uh, do everything you can to prevent the spread. And let's have a race season and this year. Check out our schedule for OTBS clinics. If you need it, sign up. If you don't, check us out when we're in the area on the Saturdays. We want to do social rides. We want to do meet and greets with food and beverages safely. So as permitted by the localities. But um, yeah, we love seeing you all. We miss you all. And so if you get a chance, check out the Facebook group. That'll be the best place to get the info on the social stuff. And hope to see you. Absolutely. Looking forward to a fun night at the Walmart parking lot camping area <laughs> that we will be enjoying in Jacksonville. It's a, it's a must and at this point. I mean, it's a must it at is. this point. It's, it's really, it, it you know, they could have camping at the trailhead and I think I'd still go to the Walmart just for the nostalgia. I'm, I'm wondering how lit the uh, midnight drag races on the main strip right there at the Walmart are going to be since this is payday for the, the base this weekend. It's going to be great. We're in for a rare treat. Yeah. (laughs) I might have to bring (laughs) earplugs. Oh, all right, Michael. Well, Thanks for wasting some more time with me and hope everyone got something out of this. Thanks for And hopefully we will see more of you this weekend. Thanks for listening to our weird banter. (laughs) See you, everybody.